0: I'm Sina. I'm Danielle. We want to focus on uh, television and movies in particular. Yes. Disclaimer that we are in no way film experts. A deep, like dive. Ooh. Be quiet. Whoa. I'm yelling. Back me up on this one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, you're listening to two girls watch
0: TV. <laughs> Hello everyone, and welcome back to Two Girls Watch TV. I'm Danielle. And I'm Stina. Danielle, I have a question for you. Okay, I have an answer for you.
1: What's your favorite kind of bug?
0: Um, My favorite kind of bug is a ladybug.
1: I think that's mine too.
0: They've got good PR. And I think it's just (laughs) because they're pretty.
1: It's true, you know, butterflies had good PR, I think, and then SpongeBob came out right and then everybody thought butterflies were like evil and gross and vicious
0: um yeah i would say butterflies are probably number two they also i feel like they still have pretty good pr
1: you know they do but they they can't beat out a ladybug because i think my my theory is
0: because of that episode of spongebob but also like ladybugs have just like they bring good luck like that is always Mm. like if a ladybug lands on you that means it's good luck
1: yeah, but you know what if somebody told me a centipede was going to bring me good luck I'd be like you know what I'm breaking all the mirrors give me all the bad luck true. I'm
0: out true um, you know what? Ha- what animal has excellent PR and I think about this all the time mm. sparrows sparrows have excellent PR squirrels okay. bad PR <laughs> pigeons horrendous PR
1: Rats. come on get out of here
0: terrible pr but if you walk if you're like eating outside and a little sparrow comes up and it starts just like nibbling at the french fry under your foot you go oh how cute pigeon comes up you get out of here exactly you smack you're, it with the newspaper like you're joe pesci
1: you're going into the joe pesci hut of what was it home alone
0: yeah come Alone yeah. too so if
1: you're if you're all wondering if we ever if you ever hear us just say go on get out of here it's that clip so do yourself a favor and go on youtube and look up joe pesci hits a pigeon <laughs> youtube
0: from home alone you will not be disappointed you will not be disappointed and i quote it probably once a day honestly um i say
1: it's the dog
0: go on get out of here
1: the, i don't hit the dog but i shut i like go shoot on him away. get out
0: of here beat it mm-hmm. So, yeah, sparrows. Next time you're uh, out eating somewhere, pay attention to the sparrows because they're super cute, but they can do whatever they want. And we all just I go, never, oh.
1: I never thought about animals having good PR. <laughs> I like, but I like that we're having this conversation. And I'll tell you, the reason that I brought up bugs is obviously because of today's movie. But I feel like that this is an insect that had a bad rep and they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. We need these guys, so we gotta make them look really good. So let's throw wasps under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was the that was the PR plan here.
0: So what are we talking about today, Christina?
1: Today we're talking about. Oh, it's so ironic that
0: you're letting me introduce this movie. We're talking about B movie today. We are, and this was a suggestion from our friend Zach. Happy birthday, Zach! Here's your uh, movie suggestion when I texted him asking what he wanted his original answer was Cars 2 and then he's like no B movie so here we are happy birthday Zach happy birthday Zach
1: from us to you um yeah so you know I kept toying around with my head if it was the B movie mm-hmm. or B movie, and I think you corrected me once, and it's just B movie.
0: Yeah, I kept searching the B movie as well, but it is B movie.
1: Well, there's no from to my knowledge. There's no other B movie.
0: I think they tried to do a remake of this in 2014, called it like Maya B movie, but it. I don't think anything came of it. That sounds awful. I mean, this movie didn't do the best, so I don't know why. Oh, I it's, it's
1: cute. It's it's cute. We'll talk about why it's cute. And that's coming from me. I fucking hate
0: bees. You do hate bees. It is very... I didn't think about it until I started watching the movie. And I'm like, it's really ironic that we're to- talking about this. Because Christina hates bees.
1: Okay. So let me... I guess this is more of an IRL moment. But I'll just tell you a little history as to why I welcome to this movie. Because whenever I see bees, I want them all to die. And my husband who is a man of science, um, told me that this was not, this could not be done. And I said, well, I don't really care. I just don't want them near me. And so then it became honeybees carry our whole ecosystem because of the way that they pollinate. And I didn't understand. I thought it was just like the flowers. And I was like, honestly, I could do it the flowers because the flowers bring the bees. He's like, but Christina, nobody eats more vegetables than you that I know, and you won't be able to have those. And I was like okay, uh, what? And so then we watched a documentary on honeybees at like three o'clock in the morning one night. And so now I was like, now I have to tolerate them and I don't want to. And so I think because of that experience, I was much more open to like (laughs) this idea because I now know how important it is. And I did before. I just didn't want to know. I wanted to pretend that ignorance was bliss Mm -hmm. and just not be a part of it. But you also have to understand, this was about healthy bees. And I have a lot of experience with unhealthy bees. Mm -hmm. And so that I will save for my IRL moment
0: later. Buckle in, guys, because I already know the story, and it's a wild story. It's
1: absolutely absurd. Stay what tuned. I'm about to tell you all is absolutely absurd. You may think- I didn't that... want to curse in this one because it's a children's movie and I uh, already messed up. It's
0: okay. Guys, you may think you know, but you have no idea. What was that the slogan to? It was...
1: If you don't know, now you know. No. <laughs> I know that that's
0: notorious B.I.G. Okay,
1: because you basically did a synonym version of it.
0: <laughs> what was that MTV show about like- you think, in my ride no you think you know but you have no idea and it's like the it tr- was it called true life the oh, true life yeah. of where it's like they would like talk to a person with like extreme OCD and it was like the true life of a person with OCD or like a true life of like a person with yes. addiction was that That's what it's called I think it was called true life Somebody somebody message me. One one of you who was listening to this and screaming at your car radio, someone message me, please.
1: I'm pretty sure it's true life.
0: Okay. On
1: MTV. But anyway, you can watch B movie um, on Netflix today and then that's it. And then Yeah,
0: it 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 leaves today on March first.
1: But you can also watch it on Apple TV, Voodoo, um, and Amazon. You'll just have to pay. I think it's like three, anywhere between like 379 and $399 yeah, at this point. And I, and I looked this morning, I kept it fresh. It's a
0: lower, lower price rental. Yeah. Any awards? In 2008, this was nominated for Best Animated Film at the Golden Globes. Oh, how nice. Would you look at that? I have confirmed your um suspicion.
1: Holy hell. There were 21 seasons of this show.
0: I'm not surprised.
1: And it started in 1998. I did not know that. I thought it was like a 2004 So it's called special. True Life? Yeah, True Life.
0: Okay. You're correct. There we go. Um, Go ahead. My turn. I was about to hijack. <laughs> hijack it, please. Go ahead with your summary.
1: Barry and his pal Adam are about to graduate in three seconds, because that's how long the ceremony is, when they find out they must choose one job for the rest of their lives. Barry gets cold feet about his decision that he needs to make and so he follows the pollen bees outside and helps them complete a mission so enthralled by the outside world of the hive barry at first accidentally escapes the hive and then more permanently as he meets vanessa at what first seems like a match made in heaven turns into an animosity once barry realizes where all the honey is going
0: great use of the word enthralled Thank you. You're welcome. All right, so our characters, our main character is Barry B. Benson, and his, is voiced by Jerry Seinfeld. He falls in love with Vanessa Bloom, voiced by uh, Renee Zellweger, who is a vet on this podcast. She played Judy in Judy. Correct. His be- <laughs> what? No, no way. <laughs> he played no Judy way. Garland in the movie Judy. Um, his best friend is Adam, played by voiced by Matthew Broderick. Vanessa's man friend is Ken, played by Patrick Warburton. Burton? Warburton? He has a very distinct voice. You know him. Oh,
1: you know who he is, right? Yeah, it's David
0: Putty. And then it's also uh, Kronk from Emperor's New Groove. Yes. Come on.
1: 100% that's what I thought about.
0: Come on. All right. There is his uh, mosquito friend Mooseblood, voiced by Chris Rock. Um, The general i guess you could call him of the pollen jockeys is that what they call him? the pollen jockeys mm-hmm. uh is latent t the character's name is latent t montgomery and he is voiced by john goodman correct and let's not forget that ray leota plays himself ray leota as ray leota so does ray lewis okay ray lewis has ray lewis no wait
1: No, no no who is shit no that's not his name is it his name I don't know. Mm, Shit. It's, uh, no. What's his name?
0: Larry. (laughs) Larry David?
1: No, not Larry. Larry David's not in this. Um, (laughs) He didn't get the call? Did you say his name, the talk show
0: host? Oh. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Uh, Why is this escaping me? (laughs) i'm right there <laughs> you are right there and now i are can't you think not gonna of it tell me? are
1: you gonna make me do this
0: no um, larry king larry king, king. <laughs> ray lewis
1: larry king is larry king ray leota is ray leota and sting is sting did you get all those
0: yeah and then okay there's also like oprah winfrey plays the judge
1: yeah
0: everyone's in this movie Mm-hmm. All right. Which, is, as we know, could be dangerous. It could be dangerous, but I honestly, I think it worked. All right, Barry Benson is in the middle of his trial where he is suing the honey conglomerate, uh, and he presents the smoking gun, a bee smoker. He wins <laughs> the trial, and the bee community has returned their stolen honey. They finally get a much-needed day off. Because the bees ain't buzzing, the flowers and trees are not being pollinated, as Christina learned in her Nature documentary and everything is dying. Barry and Vanessa uh, fly to Pasadena to bring the last of the flowers back to New York so that the bees can pollinate them. They steal a float, uh, check it somehow, and ship it back to New York. Barry winds up scaring the pilot and co-pilot, and they become unconscious, and Vanessa must land the plane.
1: After that is successfully, after that successfully happens, there's only so many flowers left that are uncut, and they won't last much longer. Which Vanessa expresses before having to to fly the plane. So Barry takes his bee buddies, and he they use the remainder of the flowers on Earth to pollinate the rest of the world. The world is restored to its once healthy state, and Barry and Vanessa open up a florist together.
0: And it's, what is it? It's florist, legal advice, and honey. Those are the three That's things right. that they sell. That's
1: right. And then I'm going to call him Kronk um, because Kronk because because. comes back and he's very upset. Yeah. Always screaming in this one.
0: Oh, always yelling. I miss him when he's uh, painted up as the New Jersey Devil. That was a thing? Yeah, in Seinfeld when he played putty.
1: Oh Yeah. I thought you meant like at a real game.
0: Well, I'm sure he has done it, but in Seinfeld, like Elaine was dating him and she found out that he was a face painter and he's just let's go devils and it's it's a it's a meme. It's a I no, I remember and they play it at Devils Games. And the only reason I know
1: that is because mom, if you're listening, throwing you under the bus. We got two sets of hockey tickets. This year for the same team. You want to take a guess at what team that is?
0: The New Jersey Devils.
1: It sure is. Yeah. But your girl's a diehard Rangers fan.
0: True. Mm. So I'm being, I'm being forced. Never been to a Giants game, been to so many Jets games. I'm sure you've been to a Rangers game though. i won. Won.
1: I have been to more Jets games than Giants games. And I have been to way more Devils games than Rangers games.
0: But the Yankees are the Yankees. (laughs) I don't think yeah. I've ever seen the Rangers. I've only seen the Devils. Oh, we should go. I just thought tickets are on sale. I feel like I'm kind of like a Devils fan by default. You could just watch them fight. Yeah, no, I, I mean, that's, like that's the, the, the fun part of hockey.
1: That's why I watched it as a kid. Yeah, exactly. It's a <laughs> soap opera with blood on ice. I don't know what else you could ask for. That's what hockey is. And then they got sticks and shit, you know? That's it.
0: Any hockey fans are probably so mad
1: I feel like hockey fans listen if you were to i will combat that with this i really do believe that the sport that requires the greatest athleticism and i've had this argument with many people are hockey players because they have to do everything that other sports do on fucking blades mm-hmm. so the the agility level like You know, the way your joints work, I just feel like it's at a whole other level because you're still also doing like the tackling, the shoving, fist fighting, losing teeth on a hard surface Mm. and you're on blades. So I will show that side of it. But also, if you look at it from the other perspective, and there's nothing wrong with that. I love when they fight. They love when they fight. The last game I watched, one of them turns to the other one and he goes, you want to go? Like they made the decision. Like they politely asked each other if they wanted to kick the shit out of each other before
0: before the kicking the shit out of each pump other went
1: down, and they just started kicking the shit out of each other.
0: Okay. Uh, fast rewind to Christina. Oh, I didn't want to curse on this podcast. You know what? now it's, that they're kicking the shit out of each other.
1: It's funny because when we first started this, I was never the one cursing, and you were, and now that switch has flipped.
0: Yeah, I've uh, realized I have quite a potty mouth and I've tried to uh, reel it in, you know? I
1: reeled it in and now I'm just letting it go. And uh, you
0: know what, we're of. talking about hockey. But let's go back to talking about the B movie.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: sorry. What did IMDb so give it? Oh, uh, a 6.1 out of
1: 10. And a Metacritic. the meta score was a 54 and the user score was a 6.8.
0: So the critics on Rotten Tomatoes gave this a 50% and the audience gave it a 53%. So honestly... Not as bad as it could be,
1: yeah, no i I was afraid that it was gonna be a lot lower, and I say afraid because you know, I think it's a nice little movie, I agree. um, I'm gonna let you go first because I had my review pulled up, but then I accidentally pulled up the cast list, okay and I lost it, so now I have to find it again. I'm sorry,
0: um I saw some absolutely wild reviews almost funnier than a one-star review is a five-star review on the B-movie and I highly recommend going and reading those but I picked a three out of five star review in the end B-movie is a mixed bag it certainly has its moments of humor with clever wordplay and charismatic lead performance from Jerry Seinfeld however it struggles to maintain its comedic energy throughout getting tangled in a web of mediocrity it's a film that flies close to greatness but ultimately falls a few wing beats short so if you're in the mood for a light hearted chuckle and some humor, bee themed humor B movie might just be what you're looking um. for just don't expect it to <laughs> to be the be all and end all of animated comedies love all of the bee puns it is low hanging fruit and I'm, I'm, I'm grabbing it I'm grabbing that low hanging fruit
1: Okay, I was gonna read a different review. I found the one that I was gonna read, but I wanna read this one instead. Go for it. 10 out of 10, saved my life. Before watching the Bee Movie, I had clinical depression. My therapist recommended this movie to help me through the times. I said, yeah, right. How will a movie about bees help me? Oh, I was so wrong. Ever since watching this movie, it has made me appreciate living more. I have spent more time with my friends and family. I am now so confident in my life that I have a job. Thank you, Jerry Seinfeld.
0: I have to think that that is a fake uh, review. Like, I think that what is so funny about this movie is there is like a certain lore to it because everyone can recognize that it's very bad, but that's what makes it good. And like, you know when you like just like bad things? Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just looked at his, this person's profile and it's the only review they've ever written on IMDb. So I don't, he's not a troll.
0: No, but I mean, you know, you you do it as a joke. I could see that being a joke review. I mean, I don't want to, if it is good for him, but I, it seems, the, the way that it's worded, it seems a little far-fetched, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be. It I, all... I love it. I'm not mad about it.
1: I don't. I mean, listen, if this movie made you do all those things, I think that's great. It definitely did not make me do all those things.
0: No. But let's get into what we liked and what we didn't like about the movie. Okay.
1: All right. So, listen, my main thing is it's a cute movie. Are there plot holes? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Big
0: big blaring ones.
1: It's an hour and 31 minutes. Yeah. Um, Have there been movies that have accomplished... You know, beginning to end with minimal plot holes in an hour and 30 minutes? Yeah. Did this one? No. Did it make it bad? Not necessarily. Do I have questions? Of course. But it was cute. Um, this is my main takeaway from this movie. I think it makes... I forgot that Jerry Seinfeld was in this movie, and then I heard his voice, and I was like, oh, it's Jerry. <laughs> um, and then I like. I was like, did Jerry write this movie? Because these jokes sound like...
0: Oh, it's... It's Jerry beating Jerry. Yes. But he's also a B.
1: Yeah. And so I feel like this movie is just his jokes, but like the kid's version of them. Mm -hmm. And so if you're an adult watching this and you're thinking this is going to be like Seinfeld, but with bugs, I don't think that that's it. I think it's like, it's like a kid version of Seinfeld. And so what I think that is great about that is if kids like this, especially if kids understand sarcasm, wit and different types of humor at a young age, um I think this movie is a great bridge here between like parents who really enjoyed Seinfeld and like and kids so like the parents can kind of see that it's like his jokes but at a younger level it's kind of like what we talked about with Disney where there's like that adult humor Mm -hmm. between them to like bridge the gap but it's different because it's not just like it's like those movies have like situational stuff this is Jerry being Jerry but Jerry being Jerry for kids and then Jerry being Jerry for adults and Seinfeld and so I feel like he's kind of created this version of himself that bridges the gap between like kids and adults where they can kind of enjoy that style of comedy together and then like when the kids get older they'll they may like Seinfeld
0: yeah um um, and
1: watch reruns and I think he created an excellent like you know system here for people of all ages to like appreciate his comedy throughout their lifespan.
0: Yeah, it's just Jerry land. We're just living in Jerry Seinfeld's world.
1: That's it. It's his world. We're just in it.
0: Yeah, I, one of my highs was that the, you know, the pacing of the dialogue and the jokes that are cracked are very much like Seinfeld's and...
1: Yeah, the pacing is there. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Like when he said, uh, it was like one of the first scenes where him and Adam are driving in the car and they're talking about their lives and how long they did like each school year. And then Mm -hmm. he was like, Oh, I took that gap year hitchhiked around the hive and Matthew Broderick's like, Oh, you came back and changed man. You know, gap day. Oh gap day. Excuse me. Yeah. Just funny, funny stuff. Um, I'll tell you Matthew
1: Broderick in this too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was a a good choice. They played well off of each other. Mm -hmm. um things that had me cracking up for no reason whatsoever i think what made this movie even funnier is like i didn't have to take the movie seriously because i knew that like there are going to be too many plot holes and i could sit Mm. there and pinpoint them but i was like you know what i'm just gonna ignore them and i'm just gonna like go along for this ride of ludicrousness ludicrousness i don't think that's a word doesn't matter it is now um When Barry is having the daydream about Vanessa, and she's flying the plane, and then she winds up crashing the plane in the daydream, I don't know why that had me dying laughing. (laughs) I I, laughing (laughs) I didn't see that coming. And just her like crashing that plane into a rock had me dying laughing for some reason.
1: And I guess that was, like, foreshadowing because she eventually had to fly the plane, but it's, like, not the best example of foreshadowing.
0: I mean, I'm not going to take it at that. I just think that it was so, so over the top that it Mm -hmm. shocked me, and that's what made me laugh. Sometimes when I don't expect things that are so just, like, whoo, like a huge explosion, I think that's even funnier than expecting a huge explosion. Mm -hmm. Um, The bear in the courtroom... Had me dying laughing. Bear in the courtroom. And it comes out all scary. And it's like, all right, that's enough. And he just, And then, like, walks out of the courtroom.
1: <laughs> this is so, so I was internally like, la- Do you ever get to a point where something is so... I don't know if you get to this point, man. Because you have such a great, like, cackling laugh. But every <laughs> yes. once in a while, you do. I'll get to a point where listen, we have this podcast so that we can laugh because we both have... We both like need to laugh. Laughs. Yeah. So sometimes I get to a point where something is so funny I can't laugh. And I just sit there and I, I just, like, take it in. And I just sit there and I'm just like, hmm. But in my body, I am dying. I, can't, I don't know. Have you ever gotten to that point? I
0: can't say I've ever done that. I mean, I don't know. Like, I sometimes snort a little bit la- or, like do one of these when like i'm scrolling on instagram but
1: no that that, this that this is like times 1000 but the whole laugh is internal so i didn't realize that this was a thing that i did at any point until i my my friend kim from work kim if you're listening hello um who loves seinfeld Mm -hmm. and and curb your enthusiasm and so i i wonder if she showed her kids this but she kind of told me, did you ever watch something that was so funny that you just, like, can't move? And so she mentioned that to me when she watches Seinfeld and when she watches What We Do in the Shadows. mm Where it's just, like, it's... And I was like, I never thought about that. Like, now I have to pay attention. So in this movie, when the bees are lining up to, to go out to pollinate... Yeah. ...and <laughs> they go, buzz, 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 buzz. buzz. <laughs> I'm laughing now, um, but while I watched that, that was so ridiculously funny for me that my body was just like, we need to process how ridiculously funny this is. We can't laugh. We just need to, like, absorb this information, and and Dave was next to me. He's like, he's looking at me, and he's looking at the TV, and he's like, you're not going to laugh at this? And I was like, oh, I am. I am, man. I'm laughing inside, like, desperately. Like, I might just start crying.
0: I uh, I've never done that. I've definitely... Sometimes, this, it's usually when I'm overtired and or slash hungover where I get the giggles. And sometimes the giggles can turn into me. The wiggles? Sorry. (laughs) No, it turns into me having like a screeching, like I can't make any sound, but I am Mm -hmm. having the reaction of laughing, but I can't have any sound coming out of my mouth.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. It's not my... <laughs>
1: How do you explain my laugh? <laughs> You mean the one that's in every theme song?
0: <laughs> can't be... I can't believe you said what that way? I cackle. But um, I... do... that's
1: a good laugh. <laughs> it's a good hearty laugh. I, uh,
0: I asked Nick the other day if he thought I would... If it was like crucible times, if I would be tried as a witch. And he, without hesitation, said yes. And honestly, that's the correct answer. I'll take it. I I I I uh, strive to be someone who would be tried as a witch in the fifteen hundreds. No, not fifteen hundreds. Not fifteen hundreds. I take that back. Not fifteen hundreds. Not fifteen hundreds. Okay.
1: No. Revert. I think. Delete. Delete.
0: Delete.
1: (laughs) Every day when you when he comes home now, you should have one more witch item. So like, there's a broomstick in the kitchen.
0: Does my Swiffer count? No, I don't. I don't get behind brooms. That's not. You have like a new pot that you cook in, but
1: it looks more like a kettle to like boil like shit in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a cat. He comes home one day. You have a cat.
0: Oh my god! No, absolutely not. Hard. It's no. like in
1: wicked. Hard... Where she gets the pieces bit by bit.
0: Nah. Nah. Where I mean I i i like the idea
1: Mm.
0: but no maybe excellent prank
1: excellent (laughs) long-term prank just
0: saying i i don't need i mean i'm already i give off witch vibes so i think that's when you see me you think witch and i'll i take that
1: i don't think witch i just said that you cackle when you laugh and so do (laughs) i that's all i said
0: i'm too into the zodiacs and astrology to not be a witch Mm. that that's the biggest one all right but we're not talking about me we're talking about the bee movie
1: we're talking about bees we keep we keep we talk about witches and hockey (laughs) (laughs) it's fine as long as we bring it back within a reasonable amount of time it's fine um would you want to go over lows
0: i mean i didn't really write too many lows because if we like start Going down the rabbit hole of plot holes will be here forever because there are plenty of them, but uh, the biggest point is the movie doesn't make sense, but that's okay because it's funny.
1: Well, I definitely think that there's a, there's a plot there.
0: I mean, there is, but there are so many plot holes that it, it just doesn't, it. it's not realistic, but also a bee falling in love with a human and talking is not realistic either. Correct. Yeah.
1: I just, but that whole idea of like, don't talk to humans, like how they set that up. Yeah. And then when she just pours coffee all over the floor, (laughs) she's like, oh, can I get you something? A cup of coffee? She's like, oh, it's no trouble. (laughs) And then she's just pouring coffee on the floor. (laughs) Yep. I do like the setup of that. So like, even though there were some things that were nonsensical, it's like they were set up where they were, you know what? This is how I'll think about it. They set up the crazy to make it make sense mm-hmm. in this world. Yeah, but I think maybe for it, for us, like it. And don't I don't want to speak for you, but it doesn't make sense in the sense that there is a real world human element to it and we're like this doesn't make sense but yeah. they kind of set up all the things that were nonsensical like don't talk to humans and then like, oh that's a bee rule don't ever do it yeah and then like they and then like they kind of like there's a bee talking to a human
0: yeah yeah I mean I think that's a great way to put it because like thinking about they harped on how long a bee's lifespan is and then all of a sudden he's in a legal trial and those don't take two days they take many many months correct so he would be dead by the end of that how long
1: is a bee's life again i forget
0: i forget too but Mm -hmm. they really harped on it being a short amount of time
1: yeah that's true I, i i that part was definitely sold to me but i didn't realize if they said like how yeah how long a bee's life is Um, I mean, the one thing that I was going to say is I'm surprised that the Hive just, like, let him go. They made it seem like it was this tight-knit community of all these workers. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, it was almost like if you leave the Hive, you're not, it's going to be very difficult to come back in. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Or, like, the first time it was an accident, but then he left on purpose. There was, like, no sort of, like, punishment from that. But the scene with his parents, that was funny, when he's like, you haven't been working for three days. (laughs) i guess it equates like three years
0: yeah yeah so
1: i don't know i'm i don't want to sit here and like nitpick the lows i agree with you i think that like it was it was nonsensical on purpose though
0: i agree i agree um snack break we ready to move into it
1: yeah so we um we ordered chinese food
0: last night did you get from china star
1: no, I don't know where Dave ordered from. It was okay. I do like China Star though. China
0: Star is the best Chinese food, hands down. It is. If you're if you're ordering Chinese food, and I will scream this from the top of the roof, I've had many Chinese food in many many places. Belleville, New Jersey, China Star, best Chinese food.
1: It really is. Um, I, I don't. So I had like chicken with peas, like the snow peas, or the mm-hmm. no no no, like the the fucking the ones in the the long
0: ones, the snap peas. Yeah
1: thank you excellent audio quality content (laughs) here i'm just like mimicking a pea um and brown rice and then i threw a bunch of hot sauce on it and then my nose would not stop (laughs) running that's fine but if i had to choose i really wish that i made myself i um sometimes i'll make like open face breakfast toasts Mm. And I used to make it with peanut butter, a drizzle of honey, bananas, and cinnamon. Mm And I kind of wish I had like that breakfast for dinner vibe because that makes sense.
0: There you go. Um, I got a new Trader Joe's item that I was snacking on while watching this.
1: Does it have honey in it?
0: It does not. Okay. Um, I know I've told you about the mini cones that they sell at Trader Joe's. Yes. Okay. Well, now the new item is as opposed to selling. So in the mini cone... There's chocolate on the bottom of it. Mm. This is just the cone with chocolate in the cone, and that's the snack. Do you put ice cream on it? You're no, just, gonna... just the cone, just the cone and the chocolate. Okay, and it's delicious.
1: You're gonna have to send me a picture though, or or put it. Let send it to me, and I'll put it in our stories. Because I don't know if I've had enough coffee to like process.
0: It's a, it's a cone like that can fit between your fingers that's how big okay. it is not not a okay. big not a, a tiny little cone and it is just filled like a waffle cone like okay. and it's filled with dark chocolate and that's the snack
1: is the cone dark chocolate or is the cone like no the cone's waf- just
0: a waffle cone not dipped in no but the the cone is filled with dark chocolate i see mm-hmm
1: but you could put ice cream on. You could put like, I mean
0: you up. could, but I just didn't have ice cream. But honestly, I'm cool with just okay. the, the waffle cone and the dark chocolate. Okay. And it was okay. And it was delicious.
1: That does sound good. Yeah. All right. I, I, I think I'm I'm downloading that information. Okay. <laughs> that seems to be my line for the day. <laughs> From our conversation earlier. Um, okay, so for my expectation, I forgot. I said I forgot that, that Jerry Seinfeld was in this. But once um, I kind of realized that this was my, once I realized that he was in it and that he wrote it, this was my expectation. It's going to be way better than Ants, but it's not going to be as good as A Bug's Life.
0: Mm, I think that's a good, uh, good place to put this. I can never forget that Jerry is in this. And I'm going to tell you why, because in 2000 and let's say six, seven, this came out in seven, this came out in seven, but I want to say they started doing advertisements for it in 2006. Mm -hmm. I was in my tabloid magazine era. I was reading them nonstop. I loved Us Weekly. I loved People Magazine. My mom still gets a subscription to People Magazine. I have always been finger on the pulse of pop culture.
1: It's true. I can vouch for that. Always, I get most of my information from Danielle.
0: Always always know what's going on. Know who's dating who, so on and so forth. When they announced this movie, all throughout the the tabloids were paparazzi photos of Jerry Seinfeld dressed as a giant bee. Because get out of here. to announce this movie, I looked it up. He was at Cannes Film Festival, and he came shooting down a hotel on a wire, dressed as a bee. Look up I'm... the photos right now, they are incredible. Jerry Seinfeld, dressed as bee, Cannes.
1: I am, and I'm gonna, con or com?
0: Khan, Cannes, C-A-N-N-E-S, Cannes.
1: I will oh my
0: god. <laughs> oh my god. That's okay. an image I can never unsee. And when I think of B movie, I think of those pictures.
1: I will put it in our story because this comes out today. Yeah. So I will be happy to share.
0: You will be anyway, if ever oh, if anyone's watching this, please look up the photos of Jerry Seinfeld dressed as a bee, coming down a wire of a hotel in France. Because yep. that that is just Exactly what I need. Dr- I think it's DreamWorks. Did DreamWorks do this? Yeah, it's a DreamWorks. Yeah, DreamWorks was like, let's put the money in. Let's dress Jerry as a bee. <laughs> and that's how he announced the freaking movie.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. So
0: I definitely want to go see this movie in theaters because Jerry dedicated himself to this movie so much that he dressed as a bee and came down a hotel wire situation. Um... I forgot a lot of the movie besides of the memes because the memes for this movie and the lore yeah. behind this movie is so funny. And I think that's why we got a review like yours. And there's like a big internet following of the movie because it is so ridiculous that people love it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not
1: going to lie. I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. It was fun. I was I was down for the ride. Exactly. Okay. What's your IRL moment?
0: I didn't have one. I I yield my time to you because you need to tell the story. Because mine was Christina. My IRL was going to be for you because the lawyer calling the bees striped savages just felt right for you.
1: <laughs> it's true, and it's a an nice alliteration. So I'm here for it. Okay. So I wrote that I, I my original IRL moment was going to be a bee in the car, but I want to stress that healthy honeybees. I am now accepting of I just got to get the fuck out of the way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I'm just gonna I'm not gonna run because that that will aggravate them, mm-hmm. and I think they're hot-headed little freaks. But <laughs> <laughs> I will casually walk briskly out of the way. Okay, mm-hmm. but my problem, dear friends are zombie bees And what is a zombie bee? you may ask well, it is and you all can look this right the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I am not making this up um so basically at the side of our house we have a light and in the front of the house we have a light and they are censored and at one point they were just always on and it was a light switch so we just always left them on because the, it didn't drain that much LED lights, whatever. And so at night I would see a couple of bees like by the light. I was like, this is so strange. Why are bees out now? And I was like, well, maybe it's the LED light that they're attracted to and maybe it looks more natural. I don't know. So then we would see a couple of more and a couple of more. And then um, in the morning in particular, I would wake up and I would see like a dozen bees like dead by my side door and that doubled. And then that number doubled and then that number doubled. And one morning I woke up and there were like anywhere between like a hundred to 200 bees just dead all over the side of our house. And so I'm like, mom, I don't know what's going on, but every, and she's like, I have no idea. She's sweeping the bees cause they're all dead. And in the morning there might be like one, like slowly crawling on the side of the house. And so I remember I was teaching at, um, uh, at UCC at the time, and I came home from my class and I could not pull in my driveway, um, and so this is when we realize that they are like they're either dying or they're very angry, and so they go towards artificial light because they've been infected and they've been infected by a type of fly, and so the fly basically finds a honeybee and spews its spit with eggs into the honeybee's chest. And so the honeybee basically has like less than a day to survive after that because it's now the nest for these eggs and the eggs literally hatch in the honeybee. So it makes the honeybee go crazy. It's like in pain and it confuses it. And so it thinks that artificial light is where it needs to go. And it thinks it's like the hive um, and then once a bee is infected, it is not allowed back in the hive, which is why I was kind of like they were so accepting of him like coming back to the hive. Yeah. and a lot of the hives now because they're because of the zombie bees. So these... They they couldn't go back in the hive. They had nowhere to go. And so, like, bees are, like, little, like, army men, right? So they they would rather sacrifice themselves and put the army in danger. But because they're so messed up from this situation, sometimes they try to go back to the hive or artificial light. So I come home, pull in my driveway, and I have bees. I am not exaggerating. Dripping off of the headlights of my car. Ugh. Dripping off of the light. Like, now we're covered. Yeah, And there's, like hundreds of them, all angry, half dying bees everywhere. Can't get out of the car. I sat in the car for like an hour until my mom got home. And I was like, we literally can't go in our house right now. We tried all different kinds of sprays. We tried smoke just so that we can get in the house. And then the worst part of it was we had just given my mom a new air conditioner. And I guess because of the way that we installed it, they were coming in through the air conditioner, so now they're in the house. Yeah. And so, my mom—this is a quick side story. Stepped on a beehive when she was younger, got stung 36 times. Basically, doctor said if you get stung again, we don't know what's going to happen. She got stung again outside by one of the zombie bees when my dad was alive. Before we knew what they were, um, one of her veins turned like reddish black, and it started to like trace up her arm, like closer to her heart. Oh my god. Yeah, so my dad was like, put a quarter on it. And my dad was like really sick at the time. My mom's like, this motherfucker, all I do is take care of him. And he tells me to fucking put a quarter on it. This son of a bitch. And my dad's like, Deb, did you put a quarter on it? And she's like, fuck you, put a quarter on it. I don't know. My dad's like, Deb, nickel releases poison from your body. And she was like, oh. I just thought you were telling me to shut up and put a quarter on it so as they're all coming in she's freaking out because she thinks she's going to get stung again but they're like basically going through the air conditioner and spitting into the house yeah. and then the fan is on in the room so they're getting activated by the fan Yeah, and the fan has a light so we shut the door we shove towels under there and it's like 2 o'clock in the morning and we have to call an emergency exterminator that didn't believe us <laughs> I'm like why would I prank call an exterminator yeah right places right like what would we do what am i doing here so then they come and i capture one of the bees and i put it in a little container yeah and i'm literally watching this happen i watch the bee die i watch its chest open up and i watch flies crawl out of
0: it oh god that's yeah. disgusting
1: like a twilight we lived in an episode of the twilight zone at this point yeah so natural honeybees are great, but when they are infected and they turn into zombie bees,
0: not great. Where was the hive that all these bees were getting kicked the out of? The
1: hive was a tree from one of our neighbors and that tree was ill. And the tree was a weed that grew into a tree because they never cut the weed. Mm. And so the tree was like, Basically this sickly, like no like real leaves, like just a super tall stump, kind of like leaning. Yeah. And in that tree was the hive. Gotcha. And then it got infected. And I don't know if somebody somebody, a bee, somebody, some bee went in there, infected them, or if they if I don't know how it was happening, but they were like, They're definitely coming from this hive and they're coming to your house. But we had so many. And the exterminator came to try to get a read. He was like, your walls are filled with... I was like, careful what, how you finish
0: this. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Because
1: you don't know what hell you're going to bring here if that is true. And it wasn't. His reader was mis- misread the wall. But there were so many that he thought they were in the wall already.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, absolutely insane. Terrifying. Terrifying. So yeah, live to tell the tale. So that's why anyway. Christina hates beasts. <laughs> and And rightly so rightly so
1: oh sorry i just uh, the best way i could sum it up
0: (laughs) no i uh i think that's a completely valid fear i'm I'm more
1: accepting of healthy ones but i don't know if you're gonna get deborah to be accepting
0: no 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 and you know what that's fine she doesn't have to be too much trauma. Too much trauma. But you know what? I'm glad that uh, you have now accepted the healthy honeybee, but the zombie bees, they can uh, go kick rocks.
1: They can. They can kick rocks barefoot. Where did I? <laughs> I recently... Oh, that was on Love is Blind.
0: I don't... I haven't watched the new episodes.
1: I will say nothing else then. Okay. All right.
0: All right, well, everyone. <laughs> and on that note...
1: go watch Love is Blind so we can talk about it. <laughs> um, this is it. Next episode is Maestro. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Hey, It's Two Girls. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Classic Cena. Danielle's on Instagram at Danielle Kobianki. You can send us an email if you'd like to review Maestro. If you have any recommendations for April at TV at gmail.com, to a The YouTube channel is Two Girls Drink Beer. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Please feel free to like, rate, um, and leave a review if you have a moment. We appreciate it.
0: Alright everyone, enjoy your weekends and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.